Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you stories, fun and music from your local area. We're always looking for you to be featured on the show. Come and talk to us. Email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk or head to our Facebook page at The Weekly Experience and send us a message. Well, hello to you, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Weekly Experience Podcast, the podcast that has community at its heart, unlike some others. Today, we're breaking out of the house from last week's edition, and once again today, we're back together. Hi, Jack. Hi, Bev. Hello, how are we? Hi, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. So, we're recording in the beautiful dog-friendly cafe, and Ali has welcomed us back once again at Canteen in Fleet. So it's another bumper edition of the Fuel edition of the podcast. So grab yourself a cuppa or something stronger, if you wish, on today's show. We hear from comedian Comedy Lopez, Victoria Beebe and the Vox Choir. Neil pops in to talk about Red's Acting Academy. Karen Hurley gets us in the mood with ideas for the school holidays for the kids. And Chris explains avocado property and how the name came about. It was on holiday, Dubai I think it was, last year, um, while the name was being discussed. Um, he was on the beach and took a photo of his sausage legs uh, while he was laying on the beach. And he was wearing some shorts with avocados on it. So more on that later from Chris. Plus also there's no 30 second app challenge this week after the sound effects department has gone out on strike due to some complaints from these two from last week. You have to listen back to where they were complaining. So they've gone on strike. Sorry for guys. I'm not sure what he means, Jack. No, no, I don't know what he means by that one. They've gone on strike. Okay, that's all I'll say. I'll explain a little bit more a little bit later on. Uh, so instead we have a brand new feature, What You Like. That's all coming up. Plus also, uh, we've got a little bit of this as well. I'll explain a little bit more about that a little bit later on. That is a balloon being inflated. More on that, as I said, in the podcast. Plus also we find out a little bit more about archaeology fortnight and a quiz on the same subject as well. So Jenna, you two, uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Plus also some super duper local music from across the region as well. Talking to you with real stories, real people, real life. This is the Weekly Experience. So then we are sat inside of Canteen today in the High Street in Fleet today uh, where we do the podcast. So if you hear the coffee grinding in the background, that is normal, okay? They are just working away in their little kitchen area and everything is normal. Last time we were here, we managed to sit outside because we had some lovely weather, didn't we? We did. It was beautiful, wasn't it? A little bit rainy today, but it's dry at the moment, so we're kind of leaning towards being outside, what, hopefully. What do you mean, Rog? Nice weather. I got burnt. Of course you got burned, but yeah, that was your own fault because you sat in the sun. I kept moving around when the sun kept moving. It kept following me. It did, didn't it? It's a great place to be here, inside or outside. You just wanted to look like a lobster, didn't you, really? Oh, it's peeling now, so I'm back to white again. Okay, don't show me your arms, please. I don't want to see your bits, but there you go. I have bought sun cream for you, lads. Just in case. Well, it's going to rain today. No, no, but next time we need, we really need it. I won't have it. I'm just saying I'm conscientious sometimes. As uh, Mum's been here again then. Thank you, Mum, for you. looking after us You're once very again. very welcome, darling. What else do you have in your handbag? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing of interest. Actually, we'll do that. We'll make that into a feature. What does Bev have in her handbag? Yeah, there's, there's, YouTubers do that as well. What's yeah. in your pocket? Okay, we'll yeah. do that. We'll do that one week. All right, well, it's randomly. Oh, gosh. We just won't tell you which week we're going to do it, okay? Uh-oh. So, uh, last seven days, what have you been up to? 
uh, two comedy nights. Oh, yes. Yeah, one in the pouring rain in Camberley. <laughs> you seem quite happy about that, don't you? <laughs> it was really funny. Really, really talented comedians, as usual, and a really good audience in a fantastic place at the cabin. And then one on Friday in the Alton House Hotel in doors first time we've don't been lie indoors. to us stop plugging your show tell us what you really happened <laughs> it's about using shooting people oh yeah well yeah. not people yeah also <laughs> in my social life i uh, went and did some air rifle shooting oh okay was it really good oh my goodness do you know it was really really good and it's a, a brand new shooting club it sounds more snazzy than actually it is it's very welcoming and real and nice um and a gravely bridge farm air rifle club or oh. shooting club should I say is it expensive uh, no it's really 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 reasonable I think we should go and over and have a chat with them they're, yeah. they're lovely great they're That's lovely people and they, they basically they built the place in the lockdown okay and it's this big cabin thing um, you know shiplap wood and um, a fire a burner and a cafe, a little cafe bit, and a lovely shooting range. And I just walked in, it's a delight. And they have a barbecue corner, so I can think of social, a social coming on there. I can't believe how much time you have on your hands to I be don't. able to do these I kind of things. I just have to fit it all in. I'm, I'm surprised like, what she actually does as well. The next time she'll be saying she'll have done bungee jumping. No, I'll never you know? do bungee jumping. You're very action, an action woman, aren't you? Any? No, no, well, I like to take part in life, but I will never do bungee jumping. Okay. <laughs> so if we do an unpack the fact and I say I've been bungee jumping, you know the answer straight away. What about that picture I sent you to guys? You know, that like, uh, yeah, wire thing. Oh, yeah, the blue water. That? that looks good. I'm up for doing that. Well, you told me you registered me in for this. Yeah, I've got I'll put GoPros on your heads. We can kind of go down look at each other and film each other going down I, I saw that on Facebook I showed it to my niece the other day she went well if you don't want to do it I'll do it I don't think <laughs> it's going to be that scary though I don't think it's going to be scary because you're harnessed up yeah. and you're managed the speed is managed and it's just over a long period of time and very very high as well I good. did watch it all the way through and they do catch you at the end yeah so that'd be really uh, We'll, we'll see if we can get on there because it's actually local that is I don't know I can't remember exactly it's not it's Blue Water it's Blue Water it's yeah. quite local yeah. well it's about an hour and a half away oh, it's still quite local but maybe, maybe <laughs> we can go to test it out as media people yeah I'll, I'll book some tickets and say we're coming on we'll do a podcast down there okay. why not thank you Jack back to you Rog uh, right okay uh, well, uh, your seven days what have you been up to um, editing, um, chilling a little bit because I had a bit of time off you know chilling oh you've yeah. had some time off yeah, <laughs> You've been a busy boy, Roger, as well, oh, haven't you? Dear, I don't know how you get to get time off. Well, I've been There's a, 24 hours in every day. I've been a bit of dad taxi at the moment, you know, the weekends. Oh, dad taxi? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I see. That takes most of my time So up. where have you been in your taxi? This um, That would be in Fleet, uh, Hook, right. you know, so yeah, <laughs> Camberley, Bagshot. Can you Palm ask your family to stay, if they're going out with people, to stay all in the same vicinity? Well, I do say to them some weeks, I've got no fuel. <laughs> And then the, the ex pops up and says, I've got a tenner for you. Oh, great. And off you have to go and do that. <laughs> that would be dad, dad Taxis on Tour would be an interesting little segment, wouldn't it? Yeah, perhaps we should put a pro, a pro a camera in your car as well. She's, mm. she's, she's, she's quite, for the weekend. She's like, um, Bailey wants to see more of his girlfriend. You know? right. She says, if you can't do it on the days, just say you can't make it, no fuel. You know? right. So I go, all right. So he asked me, Dad, can you take me? So I can do you Tuesday. I'll take you Tuesday. He goes, all right, and... I said, can't do the other week, it's got no fuel. And she, she goes, oh, well, you, uh, I'll give you some money for petrol. But you... Uh, uh, you don't, know? don't say the rest of it out loud, no. because he might listen to this. Yeah, yeah he might exactly, listen to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's all right, he's all right. I mean, it's local, not like his brothers. No. That's like miles away. Mm. 
Well, I've had an exciting seven days. Yeah, what have my... you been up to? Because I haven't seen you. Because last week, of course, we were. Do... I was doing it from my basement in my yeah, house. We yeah. did it remotely, didn't yeah. we? Back to the lockdown lot. days. Mm. You hide a lot, you do. <laughs> in my little hideout. <laughs> I've, I've uh, got to uh, get over to Basingstoke and uh, collect my last belongings from Basingstoke. Okay. Yeah. Today. So yeah. you're not looking forward to that, I know. No, I'm not looking forward to that But let's all. have a jolly day today. Jolly day I today. I thought he was moving with Bev. Well, well no. No, she, she doesn't well. want me now. I do. I'll always want you, Roger. It's just, you know, I have to give priority to my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You have to turn in the bottom of the garden. That'd be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if anyone does have a spare flat that's going cheaply, please do let me know. Get in touch with the podcast. We'd really appreciate that. We, we would too. Yeah. We'd do would that, wouldn't we? Yeah. Find, yeah. It, find it, a bit yeah. Right, so let's crack on with the rest of the show. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Mm. Now, without giving it away from last week's uh, podcast, because we just uh, don't like to do that kind of thing, give the answer if it was true or not. It was you, wasn't it, last week, Bev? It was me last week. And With my, what and story? My, my incident at the pu- in the pub car park. Oh, that's right, yeah, n- nearly getting run over. Getting run that's over. That's right, yeah. Oh, getting run over. Yeah. Getting run over. Oh. That passionate kiss you had. Mm. Nice kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I liked him. So, okay, all right. <laughs> Calm down. Memories. Calm down. Oh, dear me. It's not your turn this week. Maybe beautiful. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> right, so it's the turn of me then to yeah, tell it's you Roger, if I'm telling the truth or not. Yep. What is your statement then today, Roger? My statement goes a little bit like this today. I once appeared on the cobbles of Coronation Street and had my photo with David Platt, I, Jack Peace Shepherd, and Ken Barlow, William Roach, was being up in Manchester in the early 2000s. Oh. I think that's a lie. I haven't seen any photographs on his Facebook. I've trawled for it. Have you? You've yeah. trawled through my Facebook? Oh, yeah. You might not have put it on Facebook. You didn't always do that in the yeah. early 2000s. And plus the fact he knew the I character name to, and the actor name. I didn't get onto uh, Facebook until 2003 because I can tell you that because my login has 2003 in it. Oh, but now we know. We can we, hack we, it. We like he posts a lot. I don't post a lot on Facebook. No, at all. You, no, he doesn't. you post I it, do. like Euro, Euro stuff and things like that. I am putting nothing with football. <laughs> can, can me we, and football. Yeah, let, let me just scroll through his Facebook. Anyway, now, back to the point. You have a troll and I'll. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what were you doing on the streets of the Coronation Street? Well, when I was up there, uh, a friend of mine, who you know, oh, okay, used to uh, work in Manchester. Oh, did he? Mm. Okay. This, this could be true then. It could be true. Yeah, yeah it could be used to live in a little place called Cell. Sail 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 On the outskirts of Manchester Manchester uh, I think so Okay So uh, And did you go on one of those tours Where you are invited on as a media person? Um Yes <laughs> To what? <laughs> I hate when people do that like, Yes to both questions He doesn't You know I'm just trying to think You can make up anything Or tell the truth completely well, no, You don't You can just say anything yeah. you want I know I know, I, I know the gist That's of the, the game <laughs> Thinking, I don't know the gist of the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so did you go up as part of a media role? No. Okay. But I was with a media person. Okay. So what was it like in the pub? Well, it's only a set, isn't it? There's no pub there. Don't say that to me. There's no Rover's Return. Well, there, there is a Rover's Return. There's the outside of Rover's Return, but... They have this, an inside, when you, they? Yeah, when no, you go through... The door. Yeah. There's nothing there. There's nothing behind it. No. That's the old set. The new set's different, isn't it? Yeah, because they've had to redevelop it because oh. of HD, haven't they? 
don't see yeah. these and things. The, and it's bigger now, so the sets are huge. So they're almost like a real this, pub now. This was in the days before all that, yeah, if yeah. you remember. Okay, yeah. and when you go through those doors where there's nothing, there must be a set where there's the inside. And on in the optics, are the, is there real alcohol? No. Sorry to shatter your illusion, Beverly. Dish, I think it's dishwater. It's nothing to do with your unpack the fact. I need to know that. <laughs> it's a soap opera. Okay. We'll have to ask more questions in the it's show. Just yeah, brown, let's come back to it a little bit later. It's just brown water when they're drinking there. Uh, Newton, what's it? Um, Newton and Ridley. Yeah, Newton and Ridley's. You, you non-purist, he might have just given himself away. He might yeah. not have gone now. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so thank well, you very much for, for that, us. Roger. Just give us a statement again. Okay, I once appeared on the cobbles of Coronation Street and I had my photo taken with David Platt and Ken Barlow whilst being in Manchester in the early 2000s. Okay, thank you for that, Rog. Why That's did, really good. Why did the next section have a look on his Facebook? Yes, okay, I'll check it out. Okay, so there you are. Uh, answers coming up at the end of the podcast. I'm going to give you a recap right in the middle. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> it's the weekly experience. So let's begin. Shall we speak to Neil, once member of the team here at SMJ Media Group, and presented this show, by the way. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. Back in the old days. Of course, I'm far much better than him, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Oh, thanks for your confidence, you two. <laughs> you're, you're a different kind of personality. Well, I didn't know Neil, so. Yeah. Right, Neil's been but in. I enjoy working with you. Thanks. On every level. Okay, Hi, Caroline. Now. Because <laughs> he never had a script. No, no, Well, you wouldn't think I had a script here because you interrupted me. Roger, I need more one more week. Mm, don't tell him we haven't told no. him yet. <laughs> Okay, Roger, when you're ready. Can I carry on? Yes. Thank you. Uh, Neil's been in Red's Performing Academy for a few years now, and we managed to catch up with him outside the Bear in Camberley. So what's been happening then, Neil? With the pandemic, we uh, we sort of had to... Um, we, we had to be really, really quiet because we couldn't do a lot. And then uh, my lovely daughter, Kerry, decided she was going to do some stuff online. So we started on an online presence about uh, two months before the end. Uh, of the uh, of the lockdown, uh, so we sort of started building it up, um, and then we came back, and everyone came back. It was actually amazing. We had uh, full classes, which was great. Um, I know a lot of uh, dance teachers out there who are saying that they they've lost sort of like half their dance uh, lessons, but we were really lucky. They came back. Everyone came back. In fact, we got to the stage and we got a waiting list. That's really good because yeah, because of uh, the social distancing, we couldn't have as many in the class, so we've actually got a waiting list, um, which is great. And basically, Reds is we're um, in Camby slash Frimley, um, we are at Sandhurst, uh, and it's all about performing, all about performing. And it's having a um, if you have a passion, if you are three years old, if you're only three <laughs> year olds, what listen to this, three to sixteen, and you have a passion to perform, but you don't really want to take exams or anything like that, then that's what we provide. We provide that little bit in the middle. Middle. More to like relax and chill and not to be under pressure. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and, and well, they are put under pressure in the way because we do shows. Yeah. We do two shows a year. So. But it's nice pressure. It is. It's not peer pressure. It's not kind of like I've got competition to do. I've got to pass this exam test, you know. It's kind of like nice pressure. I'm performing. <laughs> well, we all love performing. I mean, Jack loves performing. And I mean, Roger loves performing. We all know that. You know, I don't like performing. I like hiding behind the camera. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, he throws himself away, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's the trouble with him. He's like, right, you're on. Does he, does he do the thing when you start talking to him and he's going like, <laughs> I, I take no notice. Uh, yeah. So, um, but no, Reds is going really well. Really, mm. really well. Really exciting. We've got a, a fun year coming up. Um, just pushing everything out there now. Have you driven on the TikTok platform for Dreads? No. Oh, Do you know what I, we've just got one. 
Have you? Yeah, we've got both cost podcast Kelly K um, TikTok. Oh, yeah. you've got to get on TikTok. Reds is actually fantastic. It's great. I, I'm loving it. Um, we are. Uh, we're we're going to be booking Canby Theatre. We we booked Canby Theatre and then we had to cancel it. Then we booked it again and then we had to cancel it. And then Andy said to me, he "Goes, oh, we have this date free. If you want to book it in 2023." Hey, what? Go ahead. Yeah, I know. I know. So that, that's what probably what we're going to do. So we're going to be out there. Uh, with all these young thespians on the stage doing what we do well. <laughs> Have you seen any rising stars since doing how, this? How stars? What does he remind you he looks like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't you remember the guy, Tim Curry? I'm not, I'm not going to do my sweet transvestite I'm impression. I'm not on about him. I'm on about, <laughs> I'm on about the kids. We, have, we always have rising stars. We have um, two, uh, two young people who left Reds and went on to do university, yep. performing arts. Um, we've got uh, another who's coming through who's doing performing arts at the moment is hopefully going to go on to university for performing arts so yeah so there are other routes you can go you don't have to take dance exams and things like that um, you can uh, you know just come along enjoy yourself mm. um, and you don't have to be you know young you can, you can be sort of like 12, 13, 14 and just come along and get started what's your important ethos because it's all about um, what's the word when kids kind of get in a group and kind of get depressed you kind of like bring it's them having out more. Fun. Yeah. having fun having confidence fun. building confidence, confidence yeah. it's very very much confidence building um, it, it's um, we have um, I'm, I'm always moaned at by, uh, by our executive principal Teresa who uh, always says to me she says we have too many staff we have too many staff the reason why we have too many staff is the fact that um, we have a small bunch of kids uh, and the staff sort of break out and they work with two, three, four of the kids. So it, they're not sort of left on their own. Uh, they're sort of nurtured. And um, a, a few of them actually like mentor them around. It's not actually mentoring, me- mentoring, mentoring, <laughs> but they uh, they mentor the, mentor the kids through, you know, dance routines and things like that. Do you take on any any kids, don't you, no matter what kind of disabilities you have and stuff? Yeah, the only, the only thing is, uh, at the moment, uh, we are a bit... Um, obviously with space and things like that so um, we're, we're, it's not a case of like you know because say, say you've got disability we, we don't want you it's the fact we can't actually get yeah. you uh, uh, in the room but we do we have kids with, who have ADHD with Asperger's um, who don't know their left and their right foot you know uh, normal everyday kids so that was Neil talking to us last week outside of the Bear in Camberley you can hear the full uh, podcast with Neil at buzzpodcast.co.uk and then click on Buzz Talk Entertainment. So thank you, Neil, for joining us on the weekly experience. Right, let's have some music on the podcast. This is Chase Snowden. This is Loud Shirts. Yeah. 
yes, a pure talent, Chase Snowden. That is called Loud Shirts here on the Weekly Experience podcast. There's new material coming up from him in the next few months or so, and he's uh, touring around the country as well, quite a bit during the summer as well. So we're always looking for your stories and meeting you very soon. We're out and about once again. Today we're in Fleet, we're in Canteen, uh, thanks to the lovely Ali here. Uh, next week we're going to be in Basingstoke, and then the week after we're going to be in Farnborough. Also we've got Camberley coming up, so we want to hear from you, don't we? We certainly do. Everybody's got an interesting story to tell, particularly over the summer period. Where are you going on a holiday? Is it a staycation or is it abroad? How are you coping with all sorts of things like that? Do you need to be double vaccinated? Everything like that. We'd love to hear about that kind of thing. If you're an independent business, if you've got a charity or an event you want to run into the future, into the autumn, you know, whenever, whatever, we'd love to talk to you. So find us on where do they need to find us Roger? If you go to buzzpodcast.co.uk and then click on booking a podcast it gives you all the details of our forthcoming dates and book yourself in there there's mm. still some space available at the next couple of weeks and you, yeah. don't, and you don't have to be a business Joe Public talk about your hobbies talk about anything interesting you're up to your holidays you know you just want to hear about people's hobbies yeah, you yeah. Yeah, he, loves, yeah, he loves the hobbies bit doesn't yeah, he it's Bas- basically it's all about just hearing about you local community and everything so or the biggest plug we need to do as well is if you're a singer songwriter we want to hear from you because mm. we use it in the show be able to pro- promote your sh- push your sh- um, songs through that we've got some exciting stuff coming up in the future as well yes so yeah that's on, right we have board. got it yeah we've got exciting stuff so if you are a young singer songwriter musician event performer of any description then get in touch as well because um, we know it's been a hard time for you guys and you haven't had any platform to be able to perform on so we'd love to play your music and hear your stories so yeah do get in touch with the podcast uh, all the details about forthcoming dates and more will be released in forthcoming weeks as well so today we're in a fleet uh, so that means in a month's time we'll be back in fleet about I think it was about the 9th of August I think it's the second Monday of yeah. August oh yeah you're right that is well, if they check out oh no the... I think it might be the week after that week yeah if you check out Buzz Podcast um, book a podcast basically yeah, have the dates on there we change that every time we've done our podcast we change dates straight away so you'll know what the next one's coming up and the form will be reset so you can carry on booking yeah so we'd love to hear from you if you've got a story to tell get in touch with us here on the weekly experience now then team uh, I can tell you mm-hmm, Roger you I don't like it when he has this little look on his face Roger I can't concentrate all that smell of bacon that's nice we've had our bacon rolls you've yeah, had your bacon rolls that's roll. nice though they yeah, were yeah, nice mm, very nice can't help the smell though I love being here it's nice isn't it <laughs> a lot of activity and very cute dogs she knows everybody She's like, you do hi, know hi, hi. it's my hometown though is it oh dear yeah home of Beverly that's it <laughs> there should be a sticker in this window home of Beverly Beverly was here <laughs> so uh, team from July the 17th to August the 1st is the festival of archaeology oh my goodness I'm not sure we're the right people to talk to well, apart from the fact I'm an old croc I will, int- I will introduce a to you <laughs> I will introduce a little bit to you. The Council for British Archaeology is the largest celebration of archaeology in the UK. And this year's theme is exploring local places, discover the archaeology around you and explore the stories and communities around you as well. This, Which I thought kind of ties in with us. Yeah, it does tie in with us, the whole community thing. You're changing my view on it. There you are, you see. Uh, You can find out some links to local events taking place around here, Berkshire, and also Surrey as well, if you go to the website, and that uh, website address is festival.archaeology.org and facebook.com forward slash archaeology UK. So how many times have you, kids, that your kids and yours 
kids, Jack, and grandkids as well, have asked you to go to look for treasure on the beach, for instance. Yeah, I do have actually an interesting yeah. story on that one, for go sure. On. Um, we, um, it was a, a birthday thing, and we went to the Isle of Wight, mm-hmm. treasure hunting yeah. for shells, and, you know, those little uh, ones in stones can't remember what they're called it's at the beginning with A anyway that's not the point of it um, so we took a group of little girls to uh, have a look for treasure on the beach but um, my husband went off and bought some treasure to go onto the beach <laughs> cheat, <laughs> cheat <you. laughs> and then throw them randomly along the stones but obviously they were there but we just had the, didn't have the time frame so how many times have your kids asked for a metal detector when they were younger, Jack? None. None? No. Oh, yeah, we, had, we had them. We had metal detectors. Well, that's the I'm, I'm a music kid, metal detector, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a geek, though, aren't you? So oh, no, I didn't no have surprise. one. I saw people do it on the beach. Well, so you... I'm surprised you don't buy your children one because you all would love that. No, they like the water more. They're, they're, they're not interested in the shells or bring them back. No, it's not just shells, though, because you can get treasure, you know, money and things like that by going, you see grown-ups, <laughs> don't you, when the tide's gone out. Yeah, and on the timeline. Have you where, done it, Roger? Where, um, I've had a little go. Yeah, I never had one because my mum and dad never bought me one. Oh, look Aww. at us! We're all deprived here, aren't we? Like yeah. I wanted a computer when I was younger, but that's beside the point. But I never got. Well, we're one. talking archaeology. Yeah. You brought the subject up. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the days, computers were archaeology. <laughs> I think we should get a metal detectorist. Is that such a thing? I don't think there's such there, a thing, is there? There is hobbyists on metal detectors, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, he'd, like, he'd love that. Yeah, some of these actually penetrate water now. Well, there you are. You mm. were on about hobbies. You were after people to talk about their hobbies. So somebody must do archaeology as a hobby. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, metal detecting. So if you or anybody you know does metal detecting as a hobby, we actually would really love to talk to you. There you are, you see. Festival we, of Archaeology. We might have to go to London, the History Museum. Apparently, I think it's a History Museum. They're moving. Moving no, buildings, yeah. No, they are. No, they not. are. They are. It's taking five. It's going to take five years to move the building because they're actually coming out of the building. I can't believe that's true. I've slept under on, the dinosaur's yeah. tail. Yeah. Well, so, have you ever been, you two, to Reading's uh, History of Museum? No. Absolutely brilliant. Is it? Yes, I've been a couple of times. Really? Yeah. So you recommend that? It's getting really excited, isn't it? You know, bring really back good. the old days. Is it free to get in? Um, it might be, because most so. museums are, aren't Do they? Do check, though. I don't want to, like, Send everyone people. turning up, going there for free. Going, yeah. yeah, they said that on the weekly experience, getting free. Do check. Yeah. Um, so that's a summer, summer activity, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, summer activity. So what is this place called again? Uh, Reading Museum of History, I think. Wow. Okay. okay. If you type in history, Reading or whatever, it comes up with details there. Is it just Reading's history? Uh, yeah, mainly, because mm. where things have come and have been developed, because a lot of things were developed here in Reading, weren't they? Yeah, that's true. Oh, I see. Mm. All close to us here Look in at you. Hampshire. Yeah. So if you want to know more details to find out your events, it's festival.org, uh, festival.archaeologyuk.org to find out more information. And if you would like to uh, get in touch with us, if you kind of do a little bit of metal detecting as a hobby, like mm-hmm. Jack used to as a geek, looking for cameras on the beach. Was that what you were looking for? What were you looking for? Yeah, he wasn't I didn't have detecting. one. I just saw people with metal detectors. Oh, but then you always saw somebody going up and down the beach with a metal detector. Okay, right, there you are. Uh, so there you are. I thought, uh, you know, 
don't worry, we're not finished with archaeology because I know you love the subject, you I two. I have to say, I have to say, um, I thought it was going to be really boring. Oh, well, there you are, you but see. But it isn't, Roger, so thank you for bringing it to our awareness. I'm glad you don't say it's not boring because we've got a quiz relating to archaeology. Oh, no. <laughs> Jack, it might be, uh-uh, points so, for us both today. Three questions coming up after we have a little bit of time with this lovely lady. Uh, spent an evening in Elfleton Heath Community Centre and the lovely company of the Vox Choir and heading up the choir is our friend Victoria Beebe. So you're proper excited, aren't you, Victoria? We're back. <gasps> We're back, baby. Yeah. And what's beautiful is just being out here, and at least it's not raining, but even if it does, we can go under the sail, which is fantastic. So we're loving Elvertham Heath right now. Yeah, it's beautiful, actually. It's a lovely setting as well, yeah, I think. Yeah, really nice, and it's very calm. So we do our songs, and sometimes you might get the odd person coming over, the odd dog barking, running across at us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fabulous, and we're just so happy to be back. You know, and you appreciate singing with people even more especially after this 18 months of not being able to so it's brilliant so what is it different to be outdoors than indoors i think there's something about the birds tweeting the fresh air you sweat less (laughs) it's a different it's a different feeling but so far everyone is saying how much they're enjoying it but that said, we are looking forward to going back inside too because then it means we can have more people singing as well. There won't be these restrictions and we know we're going back to some sort of normality then. But for now, this is awesome. Tell me, Victoria, how did this all begin? OK, so this choir was set up, the idea pinged into my head around 2011. Yeah. So that is 10 years. Woo! Happy birthday, Vox Choir! <laughs> <laughs> so I started teaching people one-to-one singing and then families... Um, I just thought it'd be really great to get some families together. So mums, dads, daughters, sons, and it just involved from there. So something smaller and then grew, and we now have several groups. So we have many box guys, one in Woking, one in Fleet, one in Yateley, and we have our other groups, the COPD group and the carers group as well. But obviously a lot of those have been put on hold, so we're looking forward to just getting everyone back singing again. And then we can have our 10-year anniversary party. <laughs> so it just be a fantastic opportunity for people to feel good again and to get out and socialise. I mean, there's just nothing like it, is there? No, not at all. What does singing bring to you, Victoria? Singing, personally, for me, is escapism. It's a way to express myself, to have fun, to feel good and to release endorphins. So no matter what mood I'm in, there's always a song. Is that what most people say in the choir? Because it's it just... Yeah. Yeah, so if if you had a really stressful day at work, you can just come along here and it might be like you know when sometimes you think oh, I've got to go to the gym it's a bit like that it's kind of like I've got to go out the front door you know I've got to get there I've got to then sing but when you get there much like going to the gym it's amazing and you feel better for it and you're glad that you did it but mostly it's better than going to the gym because not only do you release endorphins feel good it's great for your immune system being out with other people is really what we need as humans we need to interact whether we like it or not <laughs> Anyone that wants to join your choir, there's no stippler, is there at all? There's absolutely no audition. Anyone from any background can come. You mean I can come? Yes, Roger. You actually have a lovely little voice. Uh, So we'd like you to check that a bit more. I'll give you some tips on that. Let it out a bit more. So so anyone can come. Anybody over 16 years of age is very...
very, very welcome. And we sing all kinds of music, so something for everybody, all popular and all different genres, so you're going to experience different emotions as well as you're going through it, whilst bonding with other people. I've noticed, actually, the, the, uh, the variety of songs tonight. We've had we've had a little bit of Labby Sifri, we've had Sam Smith, we've had ABBA here tonight. Everything. I mean, you know, you couldn't write it, could you? You couldn't, really. <laughs> so if anyone wants to join the group, tell us how they can get hold of you. Yeah, so they can just go to info at, or info at voxschool.com, info at voxskool.com. Excellent. Victoria, thank you very much indeed for letting us come down here and uh, talking to us. Roger, it's a pleasure. I'm Jack. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely conversation with Victoria there from the Vox Choir. You can see me singing my little heart out and also the rest of the Vox Choir, who are a bit more professional than me, at uh, Hampshire Community Life on Facebook or Fleet Community Life as well, uh, where we uh, did that recently. And there's a song from the Vox Choir a little bit later on on the podcast, isn't there? Yes. Don't do yourself down, Roger. You've got a lovely voice. Uh, it was lovely, actually. I did really enjoy that evening. So check out that. And uh, yeah, it was really nice to have Victoria once again on the podcast. Right, you ready? Time for today's quiz, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do our archaeology special. Now then, Beverly. Roger. Scores on the doors, my love, please. It is 13 and a half to me. Oh, here she goes, gloating again. <laughs> yeah, go on. 12 and a half to Jack. What do I get? Uh, uh, this is the thing. I you suppose I get a big five stars for taking part and leading us along this road. Okay, here we go with our three questions today. Which one out of these three is not a recognised archaeologist? <laughs> you know what, I'm going to read it. The half the fun of this particular week's quiz is your um, pronunciation of stuff. Archaeologist. Okay. Yes. Is it Howard Carter? Is it David Livingston? Or is it Mortimer Wheeler? Right, so who are, who isn't an archaeologist? Yeah, out of those three. Any guesses? Jack, you got any idea? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing fair with you. I'm giving you A, B or C as an option. Yeah, I think go. that's pretty good. I have heard out of two of those, two or three, but one could be like thrown in as a trick. So Easy. I'm contemplating. Can we Google it? No, you no, can't. No, you're not allowed to Google. <laughs> Artifacts that are found together are likely to be used at the same time or for roughly the same task are known as A, collection, B, group, or C, assemblage. Oh my goodness, Roger, you've excelled yourself. I've excelled myself on these questions today. I think today. there's one word for it, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> who, is, who is one of the regular archaeologists on Channel 4's Time to Teams show? Is it Phil Lewis? Mick Ashton? Or is it Tony Pryor? Goodness gracious, Jack. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> Top marks from you two today, then. I, I have, oh, yes, we get bonus point if we get all three right. I don't think we're going to get all three right. I mean, I'll, That'd be I'll, luck. Yeah. I'll Which give you a clue today, right? Okay. As we're in canteen, mm. you can ask anyone here. Ooh. That's cheating. <laughs> Somebody is looking at you there, now. There is a they might have some answers for you. Right, we'll let them concentrate. Do you want to recap the questions? Okay, I'll recap the questions. Which one out of these three is not a recognised archaeologist? Howard Carter, David Livingston, Mortimer Wheeler. Artifacts that are found together are likely to be used at the same time for roughly the same task are known as collection, group, 
or assemblage. Okay, and question number three, who is, who, which out of these regular archaeologists is on Channel 4's Time Team TV show? Phil Lewis, Mick Ashton or Tony Pryor? Oh, might have a clue on that one. Mm. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Well, one sounds like a standout name to me, so I might go for that. Beverly looks like she might be getting some help from a lady over in the we corner. We have a lady. What's your name? Carol. 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 Carol might help us Carol's later Carol might be helping us today. Or not. Or might not be. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll wait and see we what happens. We will find out a little bit later on, see if Beverly will get some help or not. Stay tuned to the podcast. You I just might be can't able to do it on my own. Oh, lovely. <laughs> anyway, uh, time for our brand spanking new competition, you oh, two. Oh, I am on the edge of my seat. Can you play the sound effect of that balloon, first of all? On the balloon. Yeah. How's oh, the balloon being blown up? Is it? Oh, God, yeah. I need you in my chest aches. Okay. So, today's spanking new competition to the Weekly Experience podcast is Celebs on Helium. What do you think, eh? Oh, my God. <laughs> celebs on Helium. Oh, my goodness. Now, can I just say, before we go any further, how long is this competition going to last for? Well, one year. Celebrity Giggles lasted for 11 weeks. <laughs> so, we'll keep the... Uh, uh, the celebs on Helium. 15 weeks? No. Yeah, 15 yeah. weeks, yeah. 15 weeks. 15, no, we are 15 not. 15 weeks. <laughs> on air, row. Depends if we guess it quick enough. So, yeah, you might get it. You never know. You might get these we straight away. We might get them. But because we... remember, I am playing the comedians here for you. Yeah, but the comedians. He's or. Oh. TV presenters. Oh. Or. or radio or presenters. A cookery star. Okay. Oh. So, but. The listeners won't want to listen to it for 15 weeks. You don't know. <laughs> they don't have no choice. Fans of the show might. <laughs> Beverly, give us a chance, Let's please. evolve, let's evolve. Okay. okay, so the idea of the competition is mm. for your chance to win the Amazon voucher and putting 30 quids up for grabs first of all, all right? Okay, we're putting another one of those up. Yeah. Okay, so here we go with today's Celebs on Helium. Here we go then. We were struggling a little bit. You know, you sort of hit 40 and you start thinking, am I with the right person? Am I in the right town? Do I do, am I doing the right job? No, it's beautiful. Really, really lovely setting. Really, really beautiful castle. And yeah, the sun's shining. So everyone's in for a treat. Whichever duo says that they are lying, and with a with a real double act, you often see, or people are certainly looking for uh, the, the, the chips and the armour. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's different, I isn't it? I cannot believe what you have done. I have no clue on any of those. <laughs> Celebs on helium. Celebs on something. Roger on what? So, your answers. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay, I just need, before we get into the whole, like, inner, inner mm. gritty of um, mm. the, the competition. Yeah. Where did you get these snippets from? Oh, there you go. Well, are you not going to tell us? No. It could be anywhere. It could be from what we recorded recently. It could be your comedy nights. You know? It could be Bevan there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, oh, I show you there. Well, if it is me, I don't recognise myself. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at me for. I've got no clue who they are. No, they, okay. are, they are three genuine celebrities. What are you saying? I'm not. <laughs> 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 There's three of them there. There's three of them there. There's mm. three of them there. There's three of them there. One is a man. Mm. Two is a man. Three is a man. I'm not going to say. I think, I think, I think, I think two of them were men, and there was a 
girl, maybe. We have no clue at the moment. Are we allowed to like another listen? Do you want to play it again, Jack? It's really yeah. quick. Okay, okay, here we go. go. Okay. As this is the first time, here we go. Press the button. It's probably what We were struggling a little bit. You know, you sort of hit 40 and you start thinking, am I with the right person? Am I in the right town? Do I do, am I doing the right job? No, it's beautiful. Really, really lovely setting. Really, really beautiful castle. And yeah, the sun's shining. So everyone's in for a treat. Whichever Jill says that, they are lying. And with a with a real double act, you often see, or people are certainly looking for uh, the, the, the chips and the armour. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the thing that's going to save us or maybe help us along our journey mm. is listening to all those words that they use. It's all like muddled up at the moment, but I think there's clues in the words. So I've helped you with this one, really, because last time when we did the celebrity giggles, that was just them giggling. So this time we've yeah. got them actually talking. Yes, yeah. But so on helium. As yeah, we get used one, to listening. First one sounds very familiar. It oh. does. Is that, it's not a comedy night with, Bev, with one well, of those things. I was wondering whether it was yeah. something like that. Very familiar. It does sound very familiar, doesn't it? I thought I should know. Middle one's harder because it's got a lot of background noise. That's sped up. I think I might know the first one then. Am I allowed to guess? Yeah, go for it. Go on then. Michael Fabry. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, he's, a, he's a, talking about Michael, mm. who was obviously opening acts in the cabin the other week mm-hmm. and available on podcasts. Um, I was out on Saturday night with somebody who went to school with him. Oh, nice. And he's so lovely. It's a nice, nice Anyway, back to the competition. So that's wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll give you a little recap on that here on the Weekly Experience. Yes, uh, the Celebs on Helium is our brand new competition to the Weekly Experience. Right, still to come then, we unpack the fact with me again. Sorry about that. Uh, plus also we hear from Avocado Property, a unique estate agent that's just a year old and it's flying. And if you want to keep the kids amused this summer holidays, Karen Hurley is here from local events all coming up next on the Weekly Experience. Funny Boats Comedy Club. All over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford, Camberley, all over the place. Check out the website. Oh, what's the website called? Funnybonescomedy.com. <laughs> Check out funnybonescomedy.com. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> The Weekly Experience needs your support at www.patreon.com slash join slash SMJ Media Group. So welcome back to The Weekly Experience. Today it's Roger, it's Beverly and it's Jack and today we're recording our podcast at Canteen in Fleet today, the dog-friendly cafe on the main bit of the high street, which is lovely. Everyone's uh, kind of, it's about lunchtime as we're recording this right now, so uh, people are in here having their lunch, so uh, they're seeing three people in the corner just laughing their heads off. It's quite amusing seeing <laughs> other people walk <laughs> what are they doing over we there? We have been interviewing other people as well. Really interesting, interesting stories to come. Mm. So you'll hear those in the next uh, future weeks of the weekly experience and also our podcast, which are available at buzzpodcast.co.uk. And if you fancy getting on one of the podcasts, all you have to do is get in touch with one of the team members. Jack at smjmediagroup.uk. And it's Beverly at smjmediagroup.uk. And Roger at smjmediagroup.uk. So See? that's all of us. So just get in touch, have a chat. Let's sort something 
recording out let's get talking if you've got a story to tell or if you fancy being one of our sponsors on one of our podcasts or possibly advertising uh, because we're a friendly bunch here we love to get you on our community podcast here based around Berkshire, Hampshire and Surrey let's get talking here on the weekly experience right it's time to recap the unpack the fact with me for today uh, this is the question I once appeared on the cobbles of Coronation Street and have my photo with David Platt and Ken Barlow whilst being up in Manchester in the early 2000s. Am I telling the truth or not? That's what you two have to work out mm. today. So, if you had your photograph taken with those two celebrity and actors... Yes. Um, that's not a normal um, occurrence, I wouldn't think, because you can no, go on do the tours. Do they, really? On the Coronation Street tours, yeah. If that's there's it. anyone acting there, you, you can... Oh, no, well, see, that's interesting you say that. So you immediately think, okay, it might be. But the way you said that, you went, no, they can do that. So it sounds like maybe it was a special something as opposed to a tour. He's probably doing a radio piece over there. I wasn't doing radio at the piece. No, your friend was. No. Okay. Um, was he an extra? Was this, was this a date night, was it? On the cobbles of Coronation Street. Yeah. Yeah. I took my date on to the Rover's return. Wait, no, was, Annie Walker being... wasn't there at the time. No, it was past her day, I expect. Bet Lynch. Bet Lynch. Was it? No. Betty. And Betty so, did you have some of her? Oh, bless her. Did you have some of her hot pot? Oh, I wish I had. I know. Oh, That's the golden the, era. The seven the canteen menu. <laughs> so, so you could have been being an extra. Were you being an extra? No. Okay. Um, just as a tour mm. how much did you pay to get him a couple of quid he's been very vague about that isn't yeah, he it's kind of thinking that way. so you and your friend food. went to the Cor- Coronation <laughs> Street set how long were you there Ooh, probably about there about an hour and a half what kind of clothes were you wearing what's that got to do with what's that like? got to do yeah. with I know whether he's being an extra or not Okay. I wasn't an extra no no, what kind of clothes were you wearing? Don't avoid the question. <laughs> Jeans and t-shirt. Because he's been out. He's on been on football pitches supposedly and uh, dressed as have you, characters. Have you, back then he's saying jeans and t-shirt. We noticed he's kind of upgraded. Jeans and a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. I was going to wear a t-shirt today, but because we couldn't do it outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and I've got my shoes on because I knew I'd same. be inside because I didn't want to get my feet wet. You know what? This is a quite a difficult unpack the fact, isn't it? Because it sounds like What's it. What's difficult about diff- it? Am well, I telling the dis- truth or not, Beverly? Come I on. Know. Well, it is. You think it just sounds. It's obvious that you're telling the truth, but it's kind of a strange one to be telling the truth about. He's good at twist things. It makes you think. Yeah, he was there. So you go for it. I know. And at the end, it's kind of like no. You know, when it was the World Cup the other day, I think it might have been two World Cups ago, maybe one. I'm not sure. Um, we, in our family, we had we, you could um, choose a prize if your team won. Right. And mine was to go to the Coronation Street oh, okay. site. But um, I did win, actually. I wanted to go to Coronation Street. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I wanted to go to Coronation Street and I wanted to, wanted to go up to the cabin and nobody nobody wanted to do that with me. So I well, Rita never came out of the cabin. No, nobody. Oh. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, the we're, cabin we're, in Liverpool. We need, anyway. pre- uh, need to press on now. Okay. Because these features get longer and longer. And longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I telling the truth with this particular statement today? I once appeared on the cobbles of Coronation Street and had my photo with David Platt and Ken Barlow whilst being up in Manchester in the early 2000s. Right. Have a think. Answers coming up towards the end of the podcast for today. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. Bramble, do you want a word? It's the weekly experience. (laughs) 
now then, let's press on. Kids are just about to break up for their six weeks break and fill us with pain or, well, possibly not, uh, because they need something to do or they're going to mum, I'm bored, I don't know what to do. So, Karen Hurley is here with a couple of suggestions of what we can do from local events. So I'm going to start off with Waverley Council are putting on a load of different activities for kids from young to old um, all throughout the summer. So I'm going to start with their skateboard workshop. So these are completely free for children 6 to 16 years old and they're running them in Farnham, Guildford, Hazelmere, Cranley and Godalming. And basically you can just um, sign up, register your space and it doesn't matter how good or um, bad you are, you can go down there and they will encourage you, give you tips and tricks on the skateboard ramps and get you skating. So you can stay there as long as you like. Um, We've done it in the past and my kids couldn't even stand up on one and by the end of it they were going up and down the slopes. So you do progress really quickly. It's a really lovely team that run those. They're also doing um, Explorer in the Farnham, Cranley and Goldwing Parks. Um, Again, these are completely free. You can just turn up and it's um, orienteering around the parks. And at the same time, they are also running free golf lessons. Um, Again, completely free. You can turn up at the same time whenever the Explorer is running and you get some free golf lessons at the same time. There is also basketball um, sessions. These are for 10 to 15 years and they're running these in Farnham and Godalming, a couple of different parks in those towns all throughout the summer. So go and have a look at those. Um, Summer of Fun. So Bracknell usually do a summer of fun all through the summer in all the different parks, but they're not doing an official one this year. However, the um, Sandhurst Memorial Park are running one on the 6th of August between 11 and 3 and it's probably going to be a bit more low profile than the the normal big ones but they're still going to have loads of fun activities and all the stalls and everything out there and it's completely free so it's a good one to put in your diary it's always good fun there and Aldershot Town Centre are planning to do a play fest possibly on the 4th of August, depending on what happens with COVID. Um, But their aim is it's normally loads of crafts and art and messy play and stuff. And there's a Camberley car show, and that's going to be on the 14th of August between uh, 10 and 6, again, completely free in the town centre. And Rowhill Nature Reserve, they're still doing their conservation. And as long as you're 14 plus, you can go down there and they do things like forest clearing. You can go make charcoal and lots of different things for 14 plus. That's from the first, the third, and sometimes the fifth Sunday of the month. And the Aldershot Town Centres are also doing an eco workshop. Again, completely free for all the family. And this is kind of um, three, four plus. You have to register in advance, but it's lots of arts and crafts and stuff in the, in the town centre. I believe the last one was like growing vegetables and you've got to eat different vegetables and sow lots of different vegetables. Um, and the next one will be, it's always on the first Sunday of the month. So look out for the first, sorry, the first Saturday of the month, the first um, Saturday in August. Music in Meadow, which is in um, Gostry Meadows in Farnham. That's every Sunday, completely free. You just have to go and register your space and you can turn up with your picnic. Um, there are loads of guided walks going on in South Downs. Um, I'm just going to pick a few because there are a couple of each week all through um, July and August. So on the 14th of July, there is Night Jars and Bats. Um, walks in the 24th of July there's birds and butterflies at Boxhead the 3rd of August there's foraging and folklore um, in Longmore and then there's bats at Ludshot on the 6th of August but they've got loads of other long walks short, walk, um, short walks wildlife walks all completely free you can just register in advance and then we've got the usual things like junior park runs regular park runs are going to be out, out back open running ge- geocaching and also the bike tracks in Edinburgh Country Park and in Moor Park in Farnborough so there is always all the free lo- lovely parks that we've got 
and the libraries are still doing all their online sessions completely free as well. So they've got the STEM code clubs and stories and rhyme times. So um, and there's also the libraries are also doing their summer reading challenge, and I believe it's a um, competition. You get entered into a competition to win an iPod. So that's quite good. So lots of free things to enjoy. Thank you, Karen. Uh, you can see the video with uh, Karen, by the way, because uh, she's looking lovely on the screen. That's uh, all our town uh, and uh, county portal sites on Facebook. So have a look for yourself. That's local events with Karen Hurley. She'll be back next week on the podcast uh, to discuss adults. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So uh, adults, if you're looking for something to do this summer, uh, Karen has some suggestions for you next week on the weekly experience. And also the video will be released next week as well. Right. Let's get into some music from Eleanor Rona, this is Eyes on You. You've got me going crazy for you.
Elena Rona, that is Eyes on You. Apparently she's doing lots of Pride things, Jack. Yeah, she's been on quite a lot of TV um, programmes recently. So yeah, she's doing a lot on there. So we're going to have to do a catch-up with her and uh, see what her plans are. Uh, so you can catch the full podcast with uh, Eleanor at uh, Buzz Talk Entertainment on buzzpodcast.co.uk. That was great when we caught up with her. Absolutely brilliant. Defo worth an So last week there was a lot of uh, disgruntledness between you two because uh, we did the 30 second ad challenge and you were like there's too many sound effects on here <laughs> so the sound effects department of this show they've gone on strike oh no I didn't know we had um, those strike people what do they call them um, trade unions yeah they don't have the trade unions yeah. they're, they're complaining well, I, I just call it I think it's um, creative artistry I think I get my slitters they've gone off in a half they've gone oh I'm not performing anymore yes I know we have noticed <laughs> so yeah so there's no 30 second ad challenge this week alright okay well if you're happy with that Roger we're happy with that I'm not happy with it I just, I just think sometimes you know you have the 30 second free ads and they don't want to be surrounded by um, a sound effects you're not helping matters are you to get them (laughs) off strike here we appreciate everything that the sound department does on every single I think it was her last week moaning about the sound effects no it was not don't you blame me I was doing about the barbecue one where it's like too much all the way through Mm. Mm. maybe maybe the sound department have been kind of over exuberant Uh, excuse me excuse me sound effects department of a barbecue what are you on about I know I think they was thinking they were doing a piece for a film wasn't it well it wasn't real life sometimes Sometimes I know. It we sounds sh- like a sound effect, but it, you know it's real life, isn't it? Next time, right? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna throw out all the gauntlets in the summer. We're gonna do it by the beach. We're gonna go to the Hagelin Island. Oh yes. We're gonna do it from your beach hut. We're gonna get Hannah Chen down there because she's just moved there to do a Has bit she? of Chinese she cooking. Has. Yes. Yeah, now this is going to be big, fantastic. Big smile on her face. Yeah, that, we're going to do a massive feature and get people down there and, and people can come along. Yeah, so, right, so watch this space. So we'll let you know in the next mm. uh, few weeks. So, so we're going to have stir fry chicken. We're going to have sorry fish. Stir fry fish. Stir fry fish. We're prom girls. <laughs> anyway, uh, going off the point here. So the 30 second talent challenge is off this week because of the uh, striking that department of the weekly experience. So we've got something new on the show today and we will bring this back as well after this week. Uh, this is a new feature called What You Like and this is Carrie from the Dating Academy. So we're in Basingstoke today. Yeah. So what do you love about Basingstoke? I'm quite new to Basingstoke. Okay. I've only moved here last year. But I like that it has different areas of you know there's some very modern areas a bit older areas um, there's a lot of green around in different places to go to so yeah I just like the diversity of it and what are you looking forward to this summer cocktails oh. <laughs> you know a good cocktail bar that you'll be able to go to in Basingstoke we absolutely do it's opening later in the summer Ooh, oh. I, I think I saw something online oh. you probably did Watch this space, that's all they say. Could be one of our videos she's been watching. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Carrie, thank you. Thank you for having me. Ah, the lovely Carrie there telling us what she loves about Basingstoke. Now, she did mention uh, Gabardine's Bar there. Uh, Any news on this, Beth? Uh, Yeah, they're opening for sure, excuse me, on the 1st of August. Now, come what may, whatever happens, because they've obviously had a huge refurbishment and it's looking really spectacular. It's all coming together. So, uh, 1st of August, we'll be there and um, onwards from there. We're doing comedy there and there's going to be all sorts of other things as well. 
Fantastic. So, Carrie, thank you very much indeed for joining us and thank you for talking about Gabardine's Bar there. Uh, more of those coming up in the next few weeks uh, if you've got a view. Uh, plus, also, don't forget to check out the last edition of the Weekly Experience uh, because we had your voice, your town. Interesting what people had to say about independent shopping in and around Camberley there. Uh, so that's on last week's show. Uh, have you uh, produced this to uh, Collectively Camberley yet? Uh, it's gone out on the Weekly experience extra so I'm going to be sending them that link and say please share it because we're going to come back and do some more and we will do it for other town areas as well yes mm. indeed it's a brilliant feature it's a great feature so yeah we'd love to hear from you uh, with your views on your particular town before we get a reminder of our lovely quiz for you today the archaeology quiz which I know you two are going to get three out of three uh, which is a bit of fun for today uh, let's have Comedy Lopez who was a huge laugh at the Foresters uh, recently for Bev's Funny Bones Comedy Night uh, this was him talking to us because this isn't easy to say this is talking about his proper name here so Comedy Lopez that's how I introduce you I feel that's what I go by, yeah, for sure. Comedy Lopez, because nobody can... Sp- Even my mum calls me the Spanish one, because <laughs> nobody can spell or pronounce Ignacio. Comedy Lopez. I'm not going to even uh, go there, so I don't want to offend. <laughs> no sweat, man. What's your name? Roger. Roger. Yeah. Okay, cool. I remember that one. Just because it's my favourite verb. Okay. To Roger someone, you know, that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is how your act went tonight. Superb, brilliant. Thank you, mate. I really love it, mate. What a great crowd. What a lovely audience, you know, under a gazebo, under the stars, you know, beautiful. So what do you love about comedy then? What do I love about comedy? The freedom, the immediate feedback. Anything I write, uh, I I found out I find out exactly if it works within moments of saying it out loud. Because I started out... Um, as you know I wanted to write films I wanted to write all kinds of stuff and you have to this you know give a script and it can take months and months to hear anything back but with stand-up comedy I could write something this afternoon and I know if it's terrible immediately because <laughs> I stand there on stage I say it I'm like doesn't work change it so how many reams of paper have you got through then the, uh, oh, that man. was rubbish I've had to change I've had to the only reason I'm pro recycling is because of how much bad stuff I went through at the beginning you know that's what uh, I've had to I've had to switch to digital means so I put it all in my phone now notes and jokes all in my phone so how do you come up with ideas for comedy I write about my life. I write about everything that happens to me in my life. Uh, I've got a great background in that. I grew up in Mallorca, which was filled with British people. I got a very good sense of British sense of humor before I came to the UK. My mom is Welsh as well. She's got a great self-deprecating sense of humor. So when I came to the UK, I was set up for it perfectly. But I write about anything that happens to me and try to figure out what makes people laugh. It must be a skill somewhere. There is a skill in there. I am blessed in numerous ways. One, physically, I am an Adonis. That is part of it. And also mentally as well. You know, I'm re- you know it's not many people can do comedy and be this handsome at the same time. It is a, a sheer triumph on my behalf. I'll tell you, it's a stunner, everyone. This is the podcast. Absolute stunner. So tell me some of the comedians you uh, kind of admire. I love Jack D. Jack D was the first comic I really got into. Like that deadpan, deadpan sense of humor. Uh, and although people might not recognize it in my humor, that's part of my comedy DNA. Like I grew up watching him when he hosted Live at the Apollo. I still laugh at his um, changing 
uh, GIF to SIF routine. That still makes me laugh, you know, and it's just because it's such a clear-cut persona. And I think that's so important when you get on stage. The audience need to know exactly who you are. And I, my dream is to write jokes that I'm the only person who could tell those jokes. And that is my goal in comedy. And that's why I love acts like Jack D, uh, acts like Arch Barker. So if anyone wants to get hold of you, your socials then, give us a shout out. Yeah, man. Comedy Lopez on everything. It's the easiest way. Even my mother contacts me at Comedy Lopez. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm not on TikTok because a bunch of people stole my stuff, stuck it on TikTok, and TikTok won't take it down. So fuck TikTok. <laughs> I like that. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Comedy Lopez. Thank you. That was the words of Comedy Lopez, not me and Jack, by the way. So there you go. He was funny. Referring to TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. Uh, more of that interview, by the way, with Comedy Lopez, because that's only a snippet of uh, what we've uh, done uh, for Funny Bones Comedy Showcase, which is available at buzzpodcast.co.uk. Or check out our Buzz Talk Entertainment as well. Uh, all the acts from the evening are on the Funny Bones Comedy Showcase and two of the acts, Keras and Comedy Lopez, on the Buzz Talk Entertainment. But check that out all of them because you know it's worth listening to a couple of times because they're really really funny all available at buzzpodcast.co.uk or the usual place where you download your podcast it's really strange that the funny funny bones it's got kind of same woman as our presenter Bev yeah pretty weird isn't it yeah it's very common she, name isn't it now she appears on the showcase uh, funny bones comedy as Bev it sounds, sounds like our Bev though doesn't, doesn't it is yeah. it really oh yeah. my goodness such a surprise oh, it's not the same lady isn't it no, I think it's a different lady. I think, I think the one on Funny Bone is better looking than this one. Do you? <laughs> it's probably because I hold my stomach in and I wear a smart dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a nice scenery that you're out working, you know. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. I love it. I love it with the passion. As I do this, I love this with the passion. Now then, we're going to mention your um, uh, comedy, uh, which is happening here in Fleet. Uh, in a, just a moment but first of all okay mm. you know when we go round the rounds of yes. asking people what they think of the comedy comedy and comedy generally yeah. yes yes okay yes have a listen to this well, is there any personal message you'd like to say to your mum she doesn't know this well done you've done really well um, it's amazing everything that you brought together very proud of you and can't wait to see what happens in the future and the lodger? Yeah, well, as the lodger, obviously I have the most important opinion. And uh, yeah, obviously it's it's very impressive what she's brought together. Obviously, it's a, an amazing thing. And yeah, it's very enjoyable. So what secrets can we tell about our, m- our mum? Mum's quite open book, isn't she? She, she acts, lets everybody know her secrets already. She acts more like a teenager than I do. Totally, I totally agree with that, actually. <laughs> we have to deal with it every time she does a podcast with us. Ah, uh, there you are. What do you oh. think? Your little family talking about you. That just brings a tear to my eye. It's really, really lovely. Look, that was a very snippet of, like, the big, the big one we did. Yeah. Oh. No, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really lovely, isn't it? Because um, I do drag them out with me sometimes, and I get them to uh, help me with various bits and bobs. And I, I think we've think... got some other bits somewhere of what yeah. people think of Beverly. So. <laughs> oh, really? We've oh, got some secret goodness. dates in the diary for a daughter to come down and have a chat with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
No, no, it's lovely. <laughs> That's really nice. I'm blessed to have them as well in my life. So if you do check out Funny Bones Comedy Showcase, you will hear possibly yourself on there if you were at the Foresters at Church Crickham over a couple of weeks or so ago when we recorded uh, Comedy Lopez and Keris Nelms, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Jonathan Elston. Elston and Ben Kavanagh. Uh, so they are all on the Funny Bones Comedy Showcase, uh, so have a listen to those. Uh, also, we're going to mention 4th of August. 4th of August, Gurkha Inn in Fleet, and we have the legend that is Bobby Davro and friends. So that, get yourself... To, the tickets are selling like wildfire, as you'd expect, but there are a few left. But if you really, really want to come down, um, then get and go through funnybonescomedy.com and the boys are going to be there doing a podcast on it as well. So it's going to be kind of like a party night. So come on down, have a good time. It's going to be really, really good fun. It's going to be water. Yeah, which hopefully we might get an interview with Bobby Dever himself. Yes, absolutely. He likes to chat. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. We've got plenty of space on our podcast <laughs> yes, for him. exactly. <laughs> How many gigabytes you've got left? Oh, like hundreds of gigabytes. Oh, okay. That's fine. No, he'll great. He'll be there from the beginning right to the end. And anybody who wants to come and watch anyway, he's really happy to talk to everybody in any case. Photographs oh. galore. He just loves, he loves people in, in water environment. Big venues, little venues, funny bones venues. It's really good. Friend of the family. The recording time on here is about 17 hours. Oh, that's fine. So plenty of them. Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, Bev, for that. Right, time to crack on and a recap of today's quiz. All to do with archaeology today on the podcast, like this one. Which one out of the three is not a recognised archaeologist? Is it Howard Taylor? No, Howard Taylor. That's a radio presenter from the West Country. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Carter, David Livingston or Mortimer Wheeler? Okay. Artifacts that are found together are likely to be used at the same time or for roughly the same task are known as collection, group or assemblage. Nice bit of noisiness. I don't know, we like background. <laughs> These are no sound effects. This is real life. This is real sound effects. The sound of the department have got a holiday today because you gave them a holiday. Uh, who is one of the most regular archaeologists on Channel 4's Time Team TV show? Is it Phil Lewis, Mick Ashton, or Tony Pryor? Okay. I might have a guess on that one. How many are you going to get right? Jack. Three. Oh, okay. Two points if you get three out of three. I think I've got a safe one. Oh, safe one. Okay, fair enough. But you can just have a guess. You can say A, B or C. You never know. Could come up with the right answer. Yeah, one and three. Yeah, exactly. So that's um, 33 and a third percent could get it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Ish. Remind us the questions, Rog. Uh, Oh, do I have to? (laughs) Yeah. Do (laughs) Pretty fast now. Do we we really need a reminder on them? Yeah, why not? Okay. Which one of the three is not a recognised archaeologist? Howard Carter, David Livingston, Mortimer Wheeler. Artifacts that are found together are likely to be used as the same time for roughly the same task are known as collection, also group or assemblage. And which of these regular archaeologists is on Channel 4's uh, Time TV show? Is it Phil Lewis, Mick Ashton or Tony Pryor? You just like me reading fast, don't you? Yeah, sounds really good. Right, are you ready? Yes. Right, celebrities on helium. Right, let me blow up my balloon. Go on then, let me blow up. Go on then, press. Here, here we go. There we go. Here we go. Tell me who these three celebrities are. Are you ready? Here we go. 
people who are struggling a little bit. You know, you sort of hit 40 and you start thinking, am I with the right person? Am I in the right town? Do I do, am I doing the right job? No, it's beautiful. Really, really lovely setting. Really, really beautiful castle. And yeah, the sun's shining. So everyone's in for a treat. Whichever Jill says that, they are lying. And with a with a real double act, you often see, or people are certainly looking for uh, the, the, the chips and the armour. <laughs> well, that last bit, that's funny it is. Okay. Beth. I think the second one might be me. Okay. Yeah, it sounds a bit like Beth, doesn't it? So you go for Beth. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Wrong. Not Bethany. No, no, because this is a real celebrity. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put yourself down, love. Let me do that for you. <laughs> right, still to come then, we recap, unpack the fact, and we hear from a business which is going from strength to strength locally. Chris from Avocado Properties joins us all to come up next on the weekly experience. All right. Gravity Force, the coolest, fittest place on earth, right on your doorstep here in Camberley. Interconnected trampolines, angled edges so you can literally bounce off the walls. Are you having fun? Fancy yourself as an adrenaline junkie? Or if you want that next fun-filled activity with your kids, Gravity Force offers you all of this. Do you want some more? Kids, teens and adults will love the foam pit, dodgeball courts and slam dunk basketball hoops. A new way to exercise. Unparalleled, unmapped, out of this world, free jumping fun for everyone. Gravity Force Camberley. Find us at www.gravityforce.co.uk. Go on, let yourself fly. Just like this. So, if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed, then get in touch at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. Our friendly team would love to see your business grow with ours. Here's what you had to say. SMJ Media has really helped our businesses. Actually been able to have someone put adverts out there on Facebook that sound professional and you know, really hit home to people of who we are and where we are. Uh, it's been great working with them. Thank you. Um, Brilliant, guys. Keep up the good work. Join in the conversation around here at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. (laughs) Oh, dear. I don't know what's going on today. It's the weekly experience. Mandy Dinely. Oh, I dear. love that lady. Let's get her back on. She's funny. <laughs> uh, right. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's weekly experience. We're broadcasting today or recording the show at Canteen in Fleet on the High Streets. Alice welcomed us back with open arms and we'll be back here in about a month's time from now so uh, check out buzzpodcast.co.uk and check on the booking a podcast little page there and book yourself in if you fancy having a chat with us uh, one of those Mondays when we're going to be back here yes it's yes. always good to check on the podca- book a podcast with us because we're all over the place if you're not in fleet we're going to be somewhere else Indeed. so do cover the Surrey Hampshire and Berkshire area yes there you go. So if you fancy getting in touch with the team with any events or anything like that, get in touch with us. Should we go around the round, see if you can do it in one full sweep? Beverly. Beverly at smjmediagroup.uk. Jack at smjmediagroup.uk. Roger at smjmediagroup.uk. So get in touch with one of the team. Uh, talk to us about sponsorship. If you fancy sponsoring this show, because 
we could do with one, please. We'd love one. Yeah, or, we'd love somebody to sponsor yeah, the show. It's a lot of fun, you know, creating this podcast. And we, you'll get out to possibly over 100,000 people. That's who we have well, access to. The amount of people that go through the can- canteen here is a lot. So there's a lot of visibility. Yeah, think about it because we could uh, create a pop-up banner with weekly experience and we could have your name on there. We could have your company on there and everyone could see it. And also, we spend our time mentioning it as well. Yeah. And we're here from like 9.30 right way through till 4 o'clock and there's thousands of people that walk past us and they all see the banners. There you go. So do get in touch with us if you fancy uh, being on the weekly experience or being one of our sponsors. Uh, do uh, email one of the members of the team. Right, let's do this. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, False, true. Hmm. So, Roger. Yes. Let us know what you got to say for yourself. Okay. I once appeared on the cobbles of Coronation Street and had my photo with David Platt, Ken Barlow, whilst being up in Manchester in the early 2000s. Bless you, Jack. Sorry. Apologize. Keeping it real. Um, right, okay, now this is where we come up with a true or false. I don't think I've got any... I did have another question, but I can't quite remember what that is. But I reckon I'm going to go for true. Can you repeat that one more time? And I just want to check your eyes. Go <laughs> I once appeared on the cobbles of Coronation Street and had my photo with David Platt and Ken Barlow in the early 2000s. I think it's true. True. We're both going to say true. You're both saying true. Yeah. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. So, both wrong today. Oh, you did. Really? Completely? Never been in there. (laughs) Have you not? So all that blarney, so I can be happily believing there is a pub behind the door. Well, I know that, for instance, yeah. So the first set, it was just hollow, so they used a film studio for the pub. Okay. But now the new set has a proper built pub to film in. All right, okay. I have been so you completely to, I have, lied. I have been to the cobbles, but I haven't seen any of the characters. I can tell you, when I did go there once, a long time ago... With a said friend? With my parents. Okay. <laughs> when I was a little boy. Okay. Um, they were filming something for the Sooty, uh, Sooty show there Sooty or something. Sooty yeah. yeah. And I think they moved because they needed the set to be bigger as well. Yeah, right. and also okay. it's in a different location now. Yeah. So you never actually went properly to see the whole experience? I've never met those two. Well, you're a very convincing liar, everyone. I wouldn't mind meeting David Platt myself, but there you go. There's some YouTubers. Hello. This behind the scenes on the old set. Because it's still kind of there, Delirate. Okay. Mm. Well, well done for pulling the bull over our eyes. Yeah. Another interesting story. He's very good at this, man. isn't he? I'm getting he good at this. He is good, isn't he? Yeah. I'm very convincing now, aren't I? You are. You are. So there you are. I was telling a big fat lie. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> I've got to apologise to my mum. Yeah, you've got to let Sorry. your mum listen to this and then you have yeah. to explain yourself. Exactly. Yeah, but look at what I have to explain when you tell your stories. <laughs> She goes, why are you working with that woman? No, she does not. I'd love to meet your mum. She you, sounds you, like a hoot. You have to record her when she talked to you about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Right. Uh, so, so, so it's Jack next then. It's you next. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got an interesting I, I, I got, one for us? some really good ones, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, okay. Oh, skinny. Another skinny dipping. Let's wait see what happened next. Edition with See Jack. that? Good banner. You believe in me. Yeah, yeah. Believe yeah, me. yeah. Topless at it's the top of the bus. It's going to be crap, Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you been doing this week, Jack? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, let's crack on uh, with uh, some music on the podcast. Uh, she was uh, featured a little bit earlier on on the podcast. Uh, Victoria BB with the Vox Choir. This is the rendition of Electric Dreams. Together, 
Victoria BB and the Vox Choir, and that is Electric Dreams here on the Weekly Experience podcast from Canteen for today. So, answers to the quiz in a mo, mm. uh, but let's catch up with Chris Gray from Avocado Property. You may have seen him uh, popping up on your various social media platforms over the last year or so. So, how did this all begin for you then, Chris? It began last year. So um, we came up with a thought process um, that, well, it wasn't coming up with a thought process, but our thought process is that the estate agency industry is broken. There's a lot of there's a lot of things wrong with it, as I think most people, even in all forms of the estate agency, will tell you. Um, and you know, I won't go into all the final detail of that now, but we created a model that basically puts the client first. So it's about making everything work around your client. And your buyers to a degree as well. So um, it was uh, it was simply a case of let's do something different. Let's turn the industry upside down. Um, and slowly, from what started as two avocado partners, there's now 20. And that's only in the space of a year. All working their own companies, managing their own companies, working in their own areas. And it has literally skyrocketed so far. And the feedback has genuinely only been positive. But it was a case of it was, it was a want to change the industry with a bunch of people who have become extremely good and close friends now um, and we've all got the share we all share the same passion that we want to make things better we, we enjoy our jobs we didn't enjoy our jobs working in the high street or you know some some working for online agents we created a hybrid and that's exactly what we are how did you come up with the name the name um my uh, my my learning colleague uh, Ian Macbeth came up with that one he was on holiday Dubai I think it was last year um, while the name was being discussed, um, he was on the beach and took a photo of his sausage legs uh, while he was laying on the beach, and he was wearing some shorts with avocados on it, and that's how avocado was born. And avocado is a multi-billion-pound industry over in the states. Absolutely, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so, how do you differ from the normal estate agent on the high street? The difference is, and you know, I think there, 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 there's been quite a bit of um, not, not speculation. There's been quite a bit of uproar in terms of um, you know how we do things in comparison to how online agents and high street agents do things where I can categorically say and look every single one of my clients in the eye and say you will never ever speak with anyone other than me throughout this whole process with the exception of your solicitor of course um, this is really like you then well, yeah, hopefully. Um, so far, everyone's been absolutely wonderful. We like him. Good personality. Oh, we yeah. love him. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Um, so, so, yeah, the, the point is is that you know, you've got a business owner working for you, yeah. doing everything, the valuation, the marketing, and that obviously includes you know, the full, all the full promo videos that we produce, which you know, so far no one else is doing in-house, or in some instances agents are charging for it. We don't do that. Everything's done in-house. The viewings as well, the feedback, the sales progression, negotiation, even onto the day of completion. I've literally just darted from a completion down the road here in Park Road where we completed today. I've taken the keys to the client. I've left a lovely care package of flowers and chocolates and brownies and beer and champagne for them. What a lovely yeah, man. man. But, yeah. but Can I have you in my life? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm here now. Um, but um, but the, the point being is we, we make a song and dance about everything, whether it's listing the property to the actual day of completion. And you know, I still, you know, I went down to the new forest last week to do the same thing there to hand over um, the, the keys to completion for the, for the sellers and the buyers I ended up helping the, helping the sellers move load up the vans and then load that and then unload them the other end now I do that because you know that was the right thing to do and you know my I managed my own diary and it was easy enough to do but the point is is that their, their agent they bought through who, who had an office five minutes away refused to bring them the keys I did a 60 mile trip down there 
just essentially to drop off the keys and, and a nice little package for them. So where are you publishing your uh, properties? Where can people see your properties, for instance? Um, well, to be fair, I mean, if you live locally, then you, it's probably a little bit hard push not to see something. Um, yeah, obviously, as I say, the standard Rye Move, Zoopla and Boomin, our own website as well. Um, but social media, particularly YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. Um, Facebook is incredible for what it can do for any business, not just estate agency. Uh, and everyone should take note of that. Learn Facebook, learn the ad center, learn the business suite within Facebook and what it can do for you because anyone not doing it properly is, is missing out, quite frankly, on a ridiculous amount of business. You know, it's a very, it's a bit of an untapped resource for, for our industry, but that's where you'll see them. Uh, everything's on my own page, um, Chris Gray, Avocado Property. Um, and, but at the same time, there's always targeted ads going out for every single property um, that I list anyway. Well, it's lovely to catch up with you, Chris. Thank yeah, you. you too. Thanks for having me. Mm, thank you very much. Pleasure. Uh, Chris Gray from Avocado Property, and uh, you can check out some of his uh, videos. They're available where, Jack? They're all over the place, all over his um, Avocado Property pages. I think he's kind of like nearly near most towns now. Can I ask you, do you know? Do we know why we called it Avocado? Yes. Go on then. If you listen to his interview... If you listen you. to the interview, you <laughs> would find out, Beverly. And we say it right at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's all after a friend, basically, when he was on, uh, when he was here in this country, and his friend was on holiday. He's there, basically, and he sees a friend uh, in shorts who has avocados on his shorts, and he goes, "There you go." That's it. That's how the name Brilliant. came about. That's really, really good. But you can check out the full podcast with him at Buzz Talk Business. Right then, time for the answers to today's quiz: archaeology, archaeology. Fortnight happening from the 17th of July to the 1st of August, you two. Great. Hopefully you're all prepared. Well, you've you've built an awareness already yeah, with totally. the two of us. That's so what we're all about here. I think that's great. Take, take the grandbabies out and about and have a little explore. Exactly. Get mm-hmm. the old uh, metal detector out. Get them down to Hailing Beach. Yes. There you are, see. I'm getting right up now, so hit us with those questions now. See what you can find? Let's do it. Right, here we go then. Excited. Question number one. Yes. Which one out of these three is not a recognised archaeologist? Have a guess at this then. Okay. Howard Carter, David Livingston, or Mortimer Wheeler? A, B, or C? I'll go to Beverly. I'm going to go for not a recognised one. That's what we're looking for, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A, De- ha- um, David Carter. Howard, Howard Carter. Carter. Yeah, I was going to A. Oh, we're wrong. Mm. David Livingston. <gasps> Do you know what? I kept going, that's a trick one, that's a trick one. And then I'm going in my head, Livingstone, I presume. I thought you were going to both go for Mortimer Wheeler. Because I no. thought it sounded the most oddest name. Yeah. No, I thought I it sounded familiar. Both of them did. What was Livingstone then? What was he? I thought he I was. No, don't ask me questions. Maybe he like was that. an explorer, but not an archaeologist. Oh, yeah. oh archaeologist. Oh, uh, you've been Question. on the alcohol here, canteen. <laughs> Question number two, Roger. the fridge over there? Archaeologist. Artifacts that are found together are likely to be used at the same time or for roughly the same task are known as collection, group, or assemblage. A, B, or C? Jack? C. Assemblage, you're saying, yes? <laughs> and I'm going A. One of you is right, opinion. one of you is wrong. Shall we hold hands, Jack? Oh, no. The point goes to Jack. <gasps> Jack's on the knobs and buttons. He's given himself cheer. <laughs> <laughs> Out on the back. <laughs> Question number three today. Yes. 
who is one of the regular archaeologists on Channel 4's Time Team TV show, Phil Lewis, Mick Ashton, Tony Pryor. Beverly. Tony Pryor. What's the other two? Phil Lewis or Mick Ashton? Mick Ashton. No, Phil Lewis. Are no, you a first answer? All right, do the first answer. No, you're the adjudicator, Roger. I must take your first answer. And it pays off because you get two. <laughs> Don't be so pleased, you two. <laughs> well done, Jack. Uh, you so won one. You won a week. You won one. That doesn't mean I won that. So that means, go on. It's now 13 and a half each. Yes. Yeah, equalised. Oh. We've done it. That is halfway through the year. Yeah, it is roughly. Equal well, footing. Over, over half the year, isn't it, mate? Well, yeah, but 13 and a half must be 26 weeks-ish. Mm. Yeah, so that's so now we're on level pegging again. Ah, come on, Jack. Come on, come on, Jack. Back. Have you got any preference here? Who wins then, Roger? Come on, Beverly. Okay, better. <laughs> He's got a fighting face on now. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jack. I'm oh, really, really you. happy for you. I was going to take you to the Rover's return, but <laughs> you didn't believe me, story. No. <laughs> well, there you go. Anyway, uh, so that's about it for this week. So next week, we're out and about once again. We're in Basingstoke outside, fingers crossed, at Willows in the centre of Basingstoke. Okay. Uh, also, we're there to see if Gabardines is nearly ready to open on the 1st of August, like you said. Yeah, let's take a little trip over there, see the last minute preparations for them. Opening the day after my birthday. Mm. Uh, plus, also the week after, we're at Farnborough as well. We're at the Alexandra Pub in Farnborough. <laughs> Uh, so if you'd like to know more details on those as we said earlier on in the podcast have a look uh, buzzpodcast.co.uk and then click on booking a podcast book yourself in one of those dates we'd love to see you or if you're here in Fleet uh, come here next month when we'll be back here in August or just have a look at all of the stuff on Buzz Podcast because there's lots of different things going on indeed Um, and it's, it's something to interest everyone indeed any other closing headlines from you two? No, so so see you guys next week. Have a good week, everyone. All right, we'll see you in seven days. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's Weekly Experience. Don't forget to like us on our Facebook page at The Weekly Experience. And if you fancy being a guest, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcasts.co.uk.